Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are wriggled from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Okay, listen. We can get Cloaky back. I got a plan. It like the donut, right? And that means it obviously likes sugar. So, if we make some good berries and start a fire, we can cook the good berries down to a jam. Then we got that real sweet jam, and I can grab another donut, and we can fill it with the good berry jam, right? Extra sweet for my cloaky. Sebastian, get cooking. Blueberry, you cannot be that crazy octopus right now. It's not going to want to come back if your slithery-ass tentacles are anywhere in sight. Jet, you're going to need to lend me your shield. Can't be serving this delicacy on just, like, a rock. Plating is just as important as the food that goes on it. Sebastian, where's that jam? Come on. Oh, okay, perfect. So we just need the donut now. Oh, oh shit, this one's already jelly-filled. <laughs> Sorry, Sebastian, my bad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my Nathrix-ready cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who, before arriving in Fendrea and getting pretty close with Jet, has been waiting to release one of his favorite songs he's ever written. Given his budding new friendship, he feels he can't release it now, after they all get home. The song is called Between a Rock and a Hard Place. He just feels that might be a little inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) We have Anna Brisbane. Blueberry Sky, whose aunt and uncle have been deep into Scientology since before she was born. Her dad and mom joined for a short time, but immediately noticed the cultiness and left, thus becoming suppressive persons. And Blueberry was born a year later, so she has still never met that aunt and uncle and has been warned against Scientology her entire life because she's definitely got a cult vulnerable personality. And (laughs) the Church of Scientology Celebrity Center tries to lure her in all the time, and she considers it every time she walks by the building on Franklin Ave because it's just so tempting and mysterious. She just wants to go in and see what it's like. But thus far, she has resisted. Hell yeah. Good job, Blueberry. Thank you for not joining a cult, Blueberry. (laughs) See, I I love these intros because now I'm like, okay, Blueberry, cult personality... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is something I can use. Like. You know what was weird? When I was in Japan, I, I saw a lot of Scientology buildings. Like there were, there was like a van. Oh, that's there was weird. a huge building that had Scientology across the top. Super weird. It made it to Japan? I thought it was just in the US. We global out here. We? Are you saying that you're? 
<laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of the Scientologies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Scientologists. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Nigel Deacon. A.A. Xander Gucci Supreme, who used to spend a lot of time on 4chan because he felt as though he'd finally found a community of like-minded individuals looking for the truth about aliens and cryptids and the like. But after seeing just how many people were either trolls, hella racist, or straight up stupid for believing in things like QAnon and batshit government conspiracies that didn't even have sand, let alone stone, to stand on, Xander's all about believing the government is up to some wacky shit, but no one's gonna make him believe that Prince had anything to do with Hillary Clinton eating babies. So he stopped using 4chan. Oh my god. What? Look it up. Whoa. The truth is out there. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> well. Vince, go ahead. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hi, yeah, Jet the Boulder Chambers. <laughs> the most recent time that Jet had experience with mushrooms was... When he secretly went to one of Sebastian's shows, somebody was selling mushroom sandwiches, so he was like, oh, okay. He had one, and then he didn't know it was actually, like, special shrooms. They were special shrooms. And he was tripping for about 24 hours, I'd say. He went to work the next day, and it, it was it was a hard day. It was day one of Through the Realms of Miria. <laughs> That's why you were so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I never thought about the Blueberry Jet origin story. (laughs) Yeah, someday that'll come out. No, no, we met at the Met Gala a couple years ago. (laughs) Before we get into it, I wanted to say I did finally come up with how the arcane pistol is going to work. So Xander has that information. Okay. When you take the attack action to cast Eldritch Blast, you can load all Eldritch Blasts for that turn into the Arcane Revolver and make a single shot with it. Roll to hit once, and the damage from the attack is equal to the combined damage of all the Eldritch Blasts that were loaded into the gun. If the attack connects, the enemy must make a strength saving throw or be pushed back 10 feet. A large or bigger creature has advantage on this saving throw, and this item can be used three times per long rest. Dang. So, let's get right into it. Talk about what happened last time. You spoke with Kacho outside of Akla. He discovered he was part of the followers of Nathrix, and he was very opposed to those who were in the order of the Nathrix. By convincing him that you were mapping the Underdark and wanted to simply learn more about the Nathrix, he took you inside to the followers of Nathrix Temple. You met Grimmond inside, a Dwarger who lives in Akla and teaches others the proper way to follow the Nathrix. He had given up his eyes to the Nathrix so he could live amongst the Darrow and Aklok. At least that's what he told you. You could easily see that Grimmon did indeed have eyes and was lying through his teeth about giving up his sight. You used this information to your advantage to get Grimmon to tell you about the story of the first two Darrow and where you would be able to find the Nathrix. Two gnomes, together but angry at one another, went down a large waterfall through a mushroom forest into a triangular cave and came in contact with the Nathrix. You decided to take your boat onto the moonless channels and find this large waterfall so you could go through the mushroom forest and find the triangular cave. Heading down the moonless channels, you had some challenges along the way. Sticky vines, falling stalactites, rapids that took most of you out of the boat, and an acidic vent. Luckily, with Blueberry turning into a giant octopus, you were easily able to navigate the waters here 
and found a resting spot along the side of the water. Xander kicked a long-forgotten corpse into the water before approaching a cloak left on the ground. This cloak attacked him before Xander gave it a donut and was able to appease it. Blueberry let this cloak go and it flew upstream. A short rest later, you continued down the moonless channels, easily traversing the spiky depths with the help of your octopus reindeer. A beautiful creature beckoned to those of you in the boat, however. Jet saw a shirtless John Stamos, Sebastian a gorgeous rocker chick, and Xander an entire galaxy, beckoning him forth. Xander jumped out of the boat as it crested over the large waterfall ahead. Those in the boat went on a wild ride but ended without a scratch. Blueberry took a big hit but nothing too dangerous for her, and Xander floated safely down with the use of his featherfall berry. You took a moment before Blueberry checked behind the waterfall to find an entrance into an oasis. Flowers, grass, bushes, plants, and most notably a large willow tree. Blueberry found a journal from someone who used to live here, gifting their material items and willow to whoever finds it next. Blueberry now has the dope willow staff, and you all took a long rest. Xander took a card with a moon on it out of his pocket the next morning, and now has just unbeatable eyes, apparently. He used those eyes to find some liberty cap in the morning, before you found a descending hill that ended in a triangular cave entrance. Now, ahead of you is the entrance to this cave. You are rested and surrounded by large mushrooms that emit purple spores. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? So is is this it, or do you think there's more cave? Should we be ready, or...? Yeah, we should be ready. <laughs> we should always be ready for something like this. We're looking for a triangular cave, right? Is this triangle? Big triangle. Yeah. Big triangle. All right. I mean, I'm ready when you guys are. I got my shrooms. I got my gun. You have your what now? My gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we got this. All right, are we going in? Yeah. Who's leading the way? Not me. It ain't me. Fine, I'll go first. I'm going to go ahead and use the Willow Staff to cast Pass Without a Trace. Ooh. The first use of the Willow Staff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. How does it How does it work? Well, when casting Pass Without a Trace, the little tiny drapey branches at the top of the staff grow in like a spectral form like a, a soft sage green version of the branches grow out into like the big willow and kind of scoop us up <laughs> like scoop around us silently and just like dampen all of our sounds hell yeah i dig it moving closer to the cave entrance you can see these spores do not enter past the threshold of this cave Inside the cave are large pockets of fair shreds that have settled. The tunnel at the entrance of this cave is large. It opens up into about a 30-foot wide opening just past the entrance and continues forward. The tunnel, though, isn't that long. It seems just 60 feet ahead, it begins to open up into a wide cavern. Just at the entrance of this cavern, you can see a sloppily made stage of wood. There are two wooden poles that look like they normally hold up a board of wood. There is a wooden board on the ground that is attached to a rope that is currently closer to where you all are. As if someone pulled one side of the rope from the entrance to make the board fall off the poles from a distance. What is this doing on the ground? That's like 
where they bring people to sacrifice them, right? Oh, that would make sense. I don't get it. They made them into statues? Yeah. And they put them on the board, and then step two, and then three is profit. I don't I don't know what that <laughs> middle part is, but... <laughs> Do they pull this board out from between the poles? Why would they do that? What would the point of it be? Oh, can I go up to the stage? Go ahead. Can I look on the ground at all to see if there's any, like, broken glass or anything like that? I feel like they might have put something on the board, put the statue on the stage, and then they pull the the board out, and then it drops the serum to turn them back into people. Oh. Wait. You know what I mean? So, look, there's the two poles. Yeah. And they're like crazy high. Yeah. And then they would put the people on the stage. It looks like they pulled that board. Board from under them? Uh, no, I think the board was balancing between on top of the two big poles. And they pulled the top part off, which released the serum down onto the people on the stage who were statues. Oh. From the lizard thing. Yeah. Okay. I got you now. Sebastian, you head over to this stage. The first thing you do indeed see is chunks of broken glass. Ah. The next thing is something you hear. Oh. You hear a... Uh. The air in this cavern, it sounds like it is being cut by the blade of a large fan. It resonates around you as Sebastian. You are the first one to see this thing. Uh-oh. An orange-red creature that is absolutely massive. 15 foot wide, 15 foot tall. A fleshy mass writhing as it moves unnaturally through the air. No wings to propel it or keep it stable. It floats like a balloon with a purpose. A massive eye in its center with no pupil and no discernible color other than a milky white that changes like it has a dull smoke floating in liquid inside of it. The tentacles on its top and bottom side move like they have minds of their own, all moving in different directions. You can see vein-like structures that pulse as the fleshy tentacles exude an orangish-brown liquid. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, oh my god. god damn, Sebastian. I got excited. I thought I pieced it together. Eight. Thirteen. Twenty-one. Sixteen. So, before we start, this cave is absolutely massive. This cavern here is 200 feet deep and 150 feet wide. You can also see Xander behind the Nathrix. There is a large dragon corpse with a big old pile of gold. Jet, you are first in initiative. This thing is about 80 feet from you. Okay. I think I am just going to try to get into a good position. So I'm going to move 30 feet. Actually, no, we're going to sprint down further. So we're going to go another 30. Taking dash action to get into the cavern and you're going towards the eastern side. Yeah, I I want to try to get to the right of it. This thing looks at you. Mm-mm. As it is the lair action Mm-mm. on initiative 20. Jet, you are now very much in its lair. Just above you, a bunch of rocks start falling directly on top of you. This is a large, 
40-foot square. Oh, God. That is completely surrounding you. I need a strength saving throw. Eight. Eight is going to fail. Four bludgeoning damage. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Easy peasy. You do see around you most of these rocks have shattered into sharp pieces that oh. lay on the ground all around you. Oh. <laughs> difficult terrain, baby. It is difficult terrain, and if you are walking through it, you will be taking piercing damage. Blueberry, you're up. I'm going to run 30 feet to, I guess, the northwest, sort of opposite side of Jet, and I'm going to look at this thing. Is How far off the ground is it? So it is floating. It's about five feet off the ground. Well, I want to see what happens if I do this. So I'm going to reach down to the ground and kind of dig my fingers into the dirt and cast Earthbind. What? So that yellow strips of magical energy loop around them and pull them to the ground to reduce the flying speed to zero. If they fail the strength save. Okay. That's a 21, I'm sorry. You try to get these yellow streaks coming up from the ground. They grab onto these tentacles, but these tentacles are slimy and they're just moving in such haphazard, weird ways they're able to slip out of it. Okay. Is there anything you want to do as a bonus action? Um, cry. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian, you are up. You are right in the middle. You're right by this stage. A little bit of broken glass at your feet. I'm going to run up 20 feet north towards it and then 10 feet to the west. So I'm just a tad bit in front of Blueberry. As I'm running up, I would like to cast Dissonant Whispers at third level on it, please. Wisdom save of 15. That is a 14. Nice. As I'm running, I just want to say into its mind, you look like the offspring of an octopus and a naked mole rat, you fleshy bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only 14 damage. Oh my gosh. And it does have to use its reaction to run away from me. It almost backs away from you. It doesn't turn around. Its eyes are still fixated on you. And then I'll use my bonus action to freak out and turn around and... I'll just look at Xander, and I want to play him a song, because now it ran away from me. So I'm a a little okay right now. So I will use my bardic inspiration on Xander and sing him a song that I've been working on. Say it ain't so, Xander don't go. Mysterious lights aren't your home. Keep your eyes peeled out in that field. You'll catch him someday. The truth will be revealed. Hell yeah. Woo! Mm. <laughs> that was awesome. I was, I've been working on that one. <laughs> Got in the distance going, Woo! <laughs> that is the Nathrix's turn. This thing starts looking again directly towards you, Sebastian. It's able to float back towards you. Not that far. You can see that it gets into the exact same position it was in in the middle of this cavern. But what you can also see are these tentacles. Top and bottom. Xander, you can see one of these tentacles quickly flashes at you, and you can see a sprig of light come from the bottom middle. 
This has like an ice blue color to it, and it shoots this ray directly at you. I need a dexterity saving throw from you. That's not good. You also have bardic inspiration. And it is a D8. I'll use that D8. 17. Oh, add a point. 17 passes. Hell yeah. Let's go. Then again, there is one headed towards Jet, which is the top middle eye. This one is pink as it flashes towards you, Jet. I need a wisdom saving throw from you. I'm sorry. I'm just standing here. What did I do to deserve this? 16. 16 passes. Hell yeah. And the last one again is going towards Xander. And that is the top right eye. This one is purple. This one's a little interesting. You're going to make a saving throw using your spell casting ability. So for you, it is charisma. Okay. 19. Ooh. 19 passes. Let's go. Rolls on point today. The first turn, the Nathrix was able to do nothing to you. Xander, you're up. Beautiful. All right. So I'm going to move 30 feet diagonally to the northwest. And I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hex. It is Hexed. It just has that now. Heckin' Hex. And I am going to shoot two different Eldritch Blasts. Can I specifically aim at the two eyes that shot something at me? The AC is going to be a little higher. Bottom, middle, first. That's going to be a hard miss. The next one. That one is an 18. 18 misses. Excuse me? I am sad. Is that the end of your turn? It sure is, bud. (laughs) At the end of your turn, you can see one of these eyes. It's just really hyper. That's again Jet. Come on. (laughs) I'm just being a standy boy. This one is the bottom left. This is a red beam that shoots at you, Jet. Give me a dexterity saving throw. I just rolled a two. This one connects. It is this harsh red beam. Jet, you are taking... 43 necrotic damage. Holy oh, shit. Oh, no! Uh, jet, jet plane down. What? Oh, my God. Jet, it's your turn. Give me a death saving throw. 14. 14 passes. That is the lair action. Unfortunately, with how our friends are grouped up down here, you're all within... Yeah, it's okay. So this will hit all of you, minus Jet, who's on the eastern side. You can see that there is a bunch of Fairsres in this cavern, and that's why you can see this eye glows just that same, like, lightish green, the center eye of this Nathrix, and a small area of this Fairsres, it starts to glow, and then it shocks. Constitution saving throws from all three of you, Blueberry, Sebastian, and Xander. So he's like shocking the the, the magical essence of the Fairsres. That's dope. Fifteen. Six. Fourteen. You all fail. What? Oh. That is three force damage. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Force damage. Blueberry, that's your turn. I am going to run thirty feet in the direction. Of Jet. I'm going to reach toward 
Jet and call on Frederick's help. What? Frederick is actually waiting at like the door. He's like away and safe. But a little spirit that looks like Frederick is going to come into being and start running circles around Jet to try to heal him. I'm casting healing spirit at third level. What? Oh, my buddy. That's such a good flavor, too. You get inspiration for that. That's ah! great. Let's see. That's my bonus action. I can't cast two spells unless it's a cantrip? Question mark. I know, Moon Druids, your wild shape is now a bonus action. I would let you wild shape as an action. Do I want to do that? Sure. Sure. I will wild shape into a giant hyena. We got hyena blueberry again. Big white hyena. Sebastian, that is you. I am going to follow behind blueberry, kind of perch up behind hyena blueberry about 15 feet northeast. And I will actually just take a crossbow shot at the bottom left eye, if I could, please. Why are you grouping up? I was running towards Jet, and that's a nat one. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll use a lucky point. I run over, and the second I get behind Blueberry is when she turns into a hyena, and it kind of <laughs> spooks me a little bit, and it goes off in the ground. So I just load another. And... That's a 21. 21 will hit. 10 piercing. 10 piercing damage to the bottom left eyeball. It recoils really quickly. It looks like an octopus trying to swim away almost. After seeing Blueberry transform and getting a little spooked, we're going to zigzag back 15 feet northwest. So that is the Nathrix's turn. It is going to move just out of range of Blueberry. But those tentacles are still moving around haphazardly. The first one is Xander again. Oh, oh my god. Again, the bottom middle the ice blue eye. So I need another dexterity saving throw from you. <gasps> yeah, that's a six. That's a hella fail. You are hit by this icy cold ray. It hits you right in the leg. You can feel like you can't move as easily. Your muscles are tightening up. Your speed is now halved for one minute. You can no longer take reactions. And on your turn, you can take either an action or a bonus action. You already got Hex off, so... Yeah, that's true. The second one. Blueberry, this one's coming right at you. No! It looks at you. This bottom right eye, one you haven't seen yet, is orange. This one is going to be a roll to hit. Are you kidding me? Why no saves? All cutting words that... Three? Does a 16 hit Hyena Blueberry? Mm. No! Yeah. Oh, bummer. What is the Hyena AC? I'm fine. I just want to keep up concentration. That's a good thing this doesn't do any damage. Oh, oh, nice. This orange eye locks on to you. This looks like a stabilized camera rig that is staring directly <laughs> at you. You are now identified. Oh my god. Ah. Great, 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 great. It's Xander again. Oh my what god. What the hell, man? Leave me alone. 
This is the purple eye again, so I need another one of your spell casting ability saving throws. I'm throwing these dice out. This sucks. Bruh. That's a 12. 12 fails. <sighs> Xander, your muscles spasm. It's almost like your body's trying to fight off this coldness. Your muscles spasm, and you can feel the magic inside of you trying to expel out. This is the one. Give me a D100 roll. Oh, God, no. I rolled a zero and a 60, so is that just 60? Yeah. As this magic expels from you, 40 feet to your north, a bear appears. What the hell? Oh. And it looks extremely confused. We'll say it's a brown bear. And Xander, with that, your muscles are spasming. Your your magic shoots out. I need you to roll a melee attack roll on yourself. Uh, I hate this. Did you crit? I did. I got oh, a no 20 on way, that. Dude. So roll me 2d4, and that's the bludgeoning damage you take. Are you fucking kidding me? I rolled max damage on that. <laughs> What the hell? All right, you got to describe how you hurt yourself. It's your muscle spasming, so something happens where there's a weird connection. (laughs) Okay. I feel like it's got to be one from each hand, and one hits myself right in the groin, and as I lean over in pain, I punch myself in the nose. Oh, my God. (laughs) A little bit of blood starts dripping out, and you got that feeling like you almost got a sneeze because you got hit in the nose. It is not pleasant. (laughs) Oh, (coughs) what the fuck? Xander, you're up. Okay, so I'm slowed, so my my speed is halved. And you can take an action or a bonus action. Right, so I'm going to hobble 15 feet to my... Let's go west. All right, I'm going to aim for... Fuck it, let's go again with the two. We'll do two Eldritch Blasts, one at... Let's do bottom left, let's do the red one. And then we'll do orange. And that is a 21. That hits. Hell yeah. That one is a 24. Both hit. Hell yeah. 14. Damn. Yeah, I got max damage on that one. 13 on the second one. Damn. All right, there's some damage. There are my rolls. Damn. Right after I crit on myself, I'm like, I got the vigor and start blasting. You needed that wake up punch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of your turn, roll constitution to try to get rid of the cold. How can your body deal with it? Relatively well, I would assume. 17. 17 passes. You are no longer slowed. Hell yeah. Just shake it off, you know? But at the end of your turn, Xander, this thing's taking a legendary action. And blueberry. No! You can see this thing looking right at you. Stop. The big eye blinks. And as it opens, it has this misty black. I need a charisma saving throw with disadvantage. You are identified. Uh oh. 10. 10 fails. As you fail the saving throw, the glossy main eye of the Nathrix is looking right at you. A sensation you have felt before starts occurring. Almost weightlessness. 
Instead of a blue-purple glow that invades your vision, this one is an inky black and gray mixture. It completely envelops your vision before you can start to see again. This time you are no longer in the cave with the Nathrix and your companions, and you are no longer the hyena. You are now in a studio. Blue screen ahead of you. Actors on a set that looks like the strip of New York City. A large camera is next to you. Lights are above you. The whole place goes loud. The people behind the camera are screaming as they saw you enter from nowhere. Oh my god, what is happening? Is that Blueberry? Where did they come what from? What is wrong with this studio? Blueberry, a tall man in a director's chair stands up quickly and rushes over to you. He has hair that is currently dyed blue, though you can see his natural hair color in his roots that is starting to grow out, which is a naturally dirty blonde. He says, Blueberry, where have you been? As he opens his arms to embrace you. This is your father. Dad? Daddy? And that is Jet's turn. What? And the rest of you saw Hyena Blueberry disappear completely. Uh, Oh, she's gone, gone. Eight healing to Jet from Frederick. Yay. Jet, that's your turn. You are awake. But you had to use half your movement to stand up and you're in difficult terrain. That will hurt you with piercing damage. Yes, yes. So all that I'm going to do, I'm just going to put my hands on myself I am going to use 20 on myself. Do you want to use any movement? No, I'm going to stay right where I'm at. I have a plan for next time, and I can't do anything this far away, really. So I'm going to wait until I can do my plan. That is the lair action. There's only four of you. Perfect. Because Blueberry's gone, but now there's a polar bear. (laughs) (laughs) That's the polar bear. Or sorry, the brown bear. You can see a large chunk of earth that falls on top of this brown bear. Ooh, that's going to hit 20 damage to the brown bear. No, the friend. I want to give it a donut. Blueberry, that is your turn. Uh, I'm going to hug my dad. What's going on? You're in the studio that you left from. This is the studio. It has a different set in it now. This is where you were filming through the realms of Maria. What's going on? What's going on? Where have you been? When is it? Are you real? I was... You can feel he is real. He is grabbing you. He has put his hand on your head. He like has grabbed your ear and he's like, what is going on? Blueberry, are you okay? I... I I don't know. Are you real? Of course I am. Where have you been? Where is Kingsley? Where are the others? We were transported to another world, a fantasy world, and we were fighting this eyeball tentacle creature, and then he hit me with a ray, and now I'm here. You're talking crazy. What do you mean? Blueberry, please. Can I try to figure out if he's real? Give me insight. 21? Blueberry, as far as you know... He looks just like your dad, other than that he's got somewhat dyed blue hair. 
as you're looking around, you can see a couple other of the people who are kind of working behind the scenes also have this dyed blue hair. But this looks real. Everyone around you is shocked. And you just felt a very similar sensation to when you were transported to Fendrea. Why do you all have blue hair? It was a fundraiser to help find you. What? It, it was like a thing. And you can see from behind you a somewhat large, dark-skinned security guard comes running in as fast as he can. Baton out before quickly stopping. Blueberry. What are you what are you doing here? Wait. Where's Sebastian's? Where's Kingsley? Where's Chet? Where's Santa? Where's Sebastian, your turn. Uh, what the fuck, man? I'm gonna look behind me and just yell to Xander. Where the fuck did Blueberry go? I'm going to try to run, like, back to where I knew she was because I just slid over there to kind of take a crossbow shot. So I'm going to go 20 feet southeast. Kind of just look around and then, out of just weird shock, give the Nathrix a shock. I'm going to do a second level thunder wave. Con saving throw? Yeah, 15. It's a nat 1. That's definitely failing. Nice. Okay, so that's going to be 15 thunder damage. I will have it be pushed back 10 feet as I just give a nice little banger chord onto Daisy. As you do so, you push this thing 10 feet back. It recoils in damage. And with a 9 on its concentration check, Blueberry reappears in front of you as a hyena. Oh my god! I thought you were gone! Blueberry, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's my turn. Actually, I lied. Since I have the guitar out, I'll just... I'll, I'll play a little diddle. And... Yeah, it is a fiddle. And that's my inspiration for Diddle! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing right now. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> so, uh... Jet, you have a D8 for Bardic Inspiration to use on attacks, saving throws, or ability checks. Just once, right? Just once, yep. Dope. All right. That is the brown bear's turn. It's got four people in its range, and it is terrified and confused. Sorry, Xander. What the hell, oh man? Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Leave me alone. This brown bear runs at you, and it's going to take a bite at you. That's going to miss. That's only an 8 to hit. And then it's going to swing its claws at you. That is a 12 to hit? That's a 12 to miss. Got him. <laughs> that is the Nathrix's turn. Blueberry, it's still looking at you. That one orange eye is still tracked on you. And it knows that you came back. You weren't supposed to come back. So it's going to move towards you, Blueberry. And you can see this thing just takes its whole force and just slams into you. Ooh, that's a 23 to hit. Uh Can't do nothing about that. That's only six bludgeoning damage. (sighs) I get 11 on my concentration check on that one. And then it's got three eye rays. Blueberry. This one's coming at you. This is the top left eye. This one hasn't been done yet. This one is black. Give me a constitution saving throw. 
13. 13 fails. Blueberry, you are now blinded. Cool, 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 cool. Your eyes go completely black and you can only see darkness around you. Cool, 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 cool. Second IRA. Oh my God, Sebastian, you're finally getting some fun with this one. And this one is again number three, the purple one. I need a spellcasting ability saving throw. Oh, okay. Uh, That's going to be another lucky point. That's number two. Oh, thank God. Okay, 21. You can feel that this ray did hit you, but you can kind of like control the magic inside of you so it's not spewing out. And then it's got one more. That one is going towards Jet, my boy. That is again the purple eye. Give me a charisma saving throw. That's 22. Easy. All right. Xander, you're up. So I'm going to dash to the east. So I'm basically right behind Sebastian. And I'm assuming an opportunity attack. It tries. It fails. Cool. And then I'm going to use healing light on Jet. I'll do 3d6. 13. Good vibes, bro. Good vibes. At the end of your turn, legendary action. This thing's going to try to slam into Blueberry again. 13 to hit? Oh, yeah. Five damage. 11 on my concentration check. Blueberry, how much did you heal Jet for this time? Seven. Your boy's feeling real refreshed right now. Well, it is your turn, bud. So, I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling spunky. (laughs) Can I go sledding? You know it's a flat ground, right? Yeah, hear me out. Hear me out. Can I put my hammer on my back and then take my shield in front of me and take almost a running start and try to slide to safe ground? Eh? Eh? (laughs) He only has to go 15 feet. And if he jumps, that's what? His strength? So To I go mean, strength, you have to get a 10-foot head start. All right, so maybe he only does five feet. So that jumps over the first one. He slides on the shield and then launches himself off of the shield. <laughs> so here's the problem. <laughs> Putting away your Warhammer would be stowing a weapon. I mean, he doesn't need to stow it to, th- to slide. Wait, no, he uses the hammer to kind of like rowboat himself. <laughs> yeah, oh He's good God. at rowing. <laughs> yes, I'm really good at rowing. I want to sit. Retcon. Redacted. Redacted. I am am putting the shield on the ground and I am sitting on it right where I'm at and I'm fucking rowing my ass out of these rocks. I am giving you athletics right now. Motherfucker just got an 11. Fuck. (laughs) You have a D8 if you really want it, bro. That's 14 and I'm going to use the D8. 16. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Give it to me! So Jet, this magic shield puts on the ground. He takes a second to like sit down on it real nice and comfy. He goes crisscross applesauce, takes out his war hammer as he's dragging the shield along the ground. It's this terrible, think of like a car that like hits a curb, like that (laughs) sound. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can hear the rocks are grinding against your shield. You move that 15 feet across without taking any damage. You are just outside of this area. 
you get up and you see the beautiful glass that your shield is made of is just scratched to shit. <laughs> it doesn't look nice anymore. Like you can, you, it's hard to see the nice liquid that's on the inside now. I want to just take my like shirt that's under my chainmail and just wipe the glass a little bit. You can feel glass shards that you're rubbing into the glass more, but you're able to rub some of those glass shards off. You got a bonus action left at maximum. Xander has been getting attacked so much. I, as a bonus action, am going to cast Shield of Faith on Xander. So that will give him a plus two to his AC. Thanks, dog. At the end of your turn, you can see one of these eyes. Sebastian. Dang it. The purple eye again locks onto you. I need another charisma saving throw. Ooh, 25. What do you mean, aw? We want wild magic. (laughs) More bears. We don't need more bears. (laughs) All right, everybody, let's take five. Irreverent, lawless, and loads of chaotic fun. Welcome to Loners by D.B. Bray and Wahida Clark. A mess of merry mercenaries led by our main hero, if you could call him that, Yari Rockjaw who is just aching to put his bounty hunting days behind him and finally live the quiet life he's craved all these years. You see, bounty hunting is a complicated job. Some love you, most despise you. But one thing was certain. If Yari received your contract, you were as good as dead. This book promised to be such good fun, and let me tell you, it did not disappoint. It is a rip-roaring, hearty adventure full of humor and plenty of fast-paced action scenes. The tempo is set from the get-go and continues relentlessly throughout the story, with D.B. Bray and Wahida Clark never letting their foot off the throttle. As they lurch from one misadventure to the next, things become slightly more complicated, and Yari and his bunch of loners find themselves in one impossible predicament after another. So, if you're looking for a new book that'll grab your attention immediately and will take you on one hell of an adventure, look no further than Loners. And be sure to grab the audiobook, narrated by Walt Allen, who truly brings all of these unique characters to life and describes this beautiful world flawlessly. Loners, by D.B. Bray and Wahida Clark. Pick up your copy of the audiobook today on Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. Fight on set! We're rolling in three, two, one, action! That's the lair action, and we unfortunately have another group. It is the same three of you, and this fair stress that is now in this area glows and explodes. Stay away from me! <laughs> Con saving throws, please, from uh, Sebastian Blueberry and Xander. 16. Fuck! 7. 15. Sebastian, you pass with a 16. Oh, nice. 4 damage on that one. I got an 18 on my concentration check. I got a 13 on mine. All right, Blueberry, that's your turn. I'm going to bonus action. Little Frederick Spirit is going to run over to Jet and uh, continue to run circles around him. And I'm going to run around to the opposite side of the Nathrix as Hyena. Stop grouping up. (laughs) And I'm going to... Bite him! Only a 15 to hit. 15 misses. 
Sebastian, you're up. Since Blueberry just went to go chomp on it, and its back is turned to me now, out of curiosity seeing this big fleshy ball, Sebastian has to go poke it. So I'm gonna run up, and I'm just gonna go... And then I'm gonna run away. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to cast Bestow Curse onto the Nathrix. All right. It is a wisdom save of 15. And I am gonna run away so I can take an opportunity attack. He's got an eight. Yes. Hell yeah. I would like to use the curse. While cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. If it fails, it wastes its action that turn doing nothing. That's awesome. I know. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i will say though if you are running away from this thing it will be taking an opportunity i, I will be attack. running away i i know it's gonna try to do something i'm gonna run back right back to xander that is a 27 to hit oh that definitely hits good lord you instantly lose concentration <laughs> i know right that's better that's nine bludgeoning damage okay so give me a concentration check dc 10 that's a lucky point last one. Oh wow Okay, that's a 10. Oh, my God. That was an God. 8 plus 2. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you just almost completely wasted your turn <laughs> yep. and the lucky point. And took 9 damage. I'm going to get back to Santa. <laughs> that wasn't worth it. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's the brown bear's turn. Leave him alone. He's this just poor one. bear, man. I'm going to do a wisdom saving throw for the brown bear. You can see this brown bear. It is just looking around frantically. And you can see it spots the exit, and it looks like it is starting to run back out towards the, the main area of the Underdark. Good. Get out of here, little guy. Poor large baby. That, again, is the Nathrix's turn. Wisdom save. That's a 24. That passes. It can do something. It's going to take its attack action. It is going to slam into Jet with a 25 to hit. I guess. 12 bludgeoning damage. I just got my health. And then the eyes. First one is against Sebastian. Dang it. And this is the ice blue at the bottom. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, 12. 12 fails. You are slowed. You got that icy feeling to you. Can't take reactions. Movement is half. Action or bonus action on your turn. Oh, I can't take reactions. Oh, no. The second ray is going towards Sebastian. Fuck. This one is red. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. I'm not doing that dice. No. It's a nat 20. Oh, you fuck. I was just (laughs) getting on my dice roller. (laughs) Fuck. I knew I swapped. I swapped dice at the last second. Just for fun, I did do the dice roll. It was 35 damage. I would have been down. Yep. Instant. (laughs) That's Sebastian. This is the purple eye again. Give me a charisma saving throw. That's only a 13. (gasps) This one, you get to fail. Roll me a D100. (laughs) Yay. 53. Roll me 5D6. That's a lot. 17. Sebastian, you are incapable of getting drunk for 17 days. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> you are immune to alcohol. Nice. Make note. And then, Sebastian, as your muscles are spasming, I need you to make a unarmed strike against yourself. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Four. I miss. Xander, you're up. I'm going back the way I came, up and around. 
I'm 25 feet to the northwest yet again. I want this thing to be dead. So I will shoot it with an Eldritch Blast yet again. Are you shooting at specific tentacles? Yeah, I want to get rid of that red one. So I'm shooting at that one. 21 to hit. That hits. <gasps> yes. With uh, 11 damage. The red one pops off. That red eye is now on the ground. The tentacle is still curling around itself. It's almost like a dead octopus that still is curling around itself. Excellent. That sounds great. And I'm so glad that that's how they come off so that we don't have to worry about, like, breaking the eyes. Mm -hmm. So then the second Eldritch Blast, we're going to aim for the orange one again. 19 to hit. A misses. Fuck. Xander, that is the end of your turn. He locks on to Sebastian with a lair action. This main eye, black smog. Give me a charisma saving throw. Come on, dice. You did good last time. You fuck. It's in that one. <laughs> Sebastian, you're now in a studio with Big G looking at you. Sebastian's boy. What? What is going on? Big G. Wait, wait, you, you, what the fuck? Sebastian, I feel like I should be bringing you coffee right now. I could use it. Said I'm just going to hug him. Jet, you're up. I was blind on my last turn, right? Yes. So I could not move my healing spirit. So it's still in the middle of the difficult terrain. Yeah, I guess I'll just go from the main body, just because I'm coming up from from my shield slide sledding escapades. Oh, that's not going to hit. Eight. Yeah, no, that's not going to hit. So we're going to attack again. Eleven. Eleven doesn't do it. Jet is not feeling good today. Blueberry, you are up, you are a hyena, and you are blinded. I'm just going to try to bite where I know it vaguely is. A disadvantage, that's an 18. That hits. Yeah. Did something. 12 piercing. <laughs> Big old chop. Do you want to make that blindness check again for me for this turn? 17? 17 passes. Yes. I just rolled a nat one on its concentration check. <gasps> Sebastian, as you go for that hug to Big G, you don't quite get there and you blink back into Fendrea. No! Wow. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm patting the ground and just on my knees after I like, almost like whiff through this like body that's not even there anymore. And I kind of just fall to the ground on my hands and knees and I'm just staring at the ground. Well, now it's your turn. So what would you like to do with that anger you have? I'm going to get up, just look straight at it, and just straight arm, crossbow shot, just straight body. I'm just blindly firing right now. 21. 21 hits. Max damage, 12 piercing. You're able to get a nice chunk of this thing. It looks like it went right into like where you think a tear duct would be on this big eye. Oh. That's it, because I had to choose an action or a bonus action. Can I? Do I get to save against the, the ice? Yes, that is right. I almost forgot. I got you. 
Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, 13. Okay, you are still cold. That is the Nathrix's turn. Wisdom saving throw to start. That's an 11. It fails. It can't do anything with its action. Hell yeah. And it definitely doesn't want to move anywhere. It does still have bonus actions, I believe. It doesn't have bonus actions. Oh, shit. Why didn't I give this thing bonus actions? (laughs) (laughs) Xander, your turn. Let's do it one more time. Some finger guns, finger blasting this big guy and... (laughs) Don't clip that. So let's do two Eldritch Blasts at the main body. 21. That hits. 22. That hits. All right. First eight plus four. So eight Eldritch Blast damage plus four Necrotic. And then seven and four Necrotic. 23 damage, baby. At the end of your turn, this thing's going to take a slam at Blueberry. For its legendary action, that is a 17 to hit. Yep. Oh, I can't even reaction it. That is 11 bludgeoning damage. I'm going to use my inspiration for my concentration check. Yeah, 17. All right, Jet, you're up. This thing's looking rough. Yeah, and I'm pissed because I've done nothing this whole time. So again, we're going to take a nice swing at him. I'm going to have a minor freak out real quick. <laughs> it's 11 11 misses <sighs> alright another swing oh no dude you need new dice it's 11 how did you get so many 11s oh my god bro I am going to cast sanctuary on blueberry <gasps> what's that Sanctuary, uh, if he attacks Blueberry, then he must make a wisdom saving throw, and if he fails, then he has to choose a new target or lose the attacker spell. Remind me if that happens. That is the lair action. You have all moved away from each other, so it doesn't really matter, so let's roll a d4 to see where this goes. I swear to God. Sander, you poor shit. Oh my God. <laughs> You're in a new little pocket of this Ferris resin. It pops. Give you a con saving throw. It's a fail of a six again. Eight damage. And that is Blueberry's turn, who is now no longer blinded. Ah, as my bonus action, I will tell Frederick Spirit to run over to Sebastian and start running around him. <gasps> Yay. And I'm going to bite him. Ah, 12. 12's not enough. All right, Sebastian. Oh, you heal. What do I heal, Frederick? Oh, yeah. Ooh, 11. Hell yeah. I'm walking another step forward and just pure anger. Loading the crossbow and popping. You wanted that hug and you didn't get it, so give me an attack roll. 25. That hits. Seven piercing. That is the Nathrix's turn. Wisdom saving throw. That is a 14. It's a 15 DC. Oh, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Xander. These Eldritch Blasts have been so freaking good. And with the hex damage, it's just too good not to do. 23 for the first one. That hits. 17. 17 misses. Okay, first one, we do damage. Nine plus three. 
I'm going to healing light myself. Uh, I'll do 3d6. 12. At the end of your turn, he's going to take a legendary action to use one of those eye rays. As another eye ray comes at you, give me a wisdom saving throw. This is the top middle eye, the pink one. We've only seen one so far. Uh, 12. 12, that fails. Xander, you are charmed. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You have to use your reaction to use all of your movement to move towards the Nathrex, getting into his range. And it's Jet's turn. I want to, if I can, move next to Xander. So I want to move down south more, get in front of him a little bit, just in case. And then I guess we'll just take a swing at him. Maybe if I don't roll a seven again. Did he? He must have rolled a seven. Oh, it's either a seven <laughs> no. or an at one. I'm okay. I rolled a seven again. <laughs> you you got to throw these dice out. You got your second attack, though. I'm going to fucking smoosh this thing. Smoosh. Okay, that's 16 to hit. Please, for the love of misses. God, it does not hit. <laughs> Blueberry, you are up. Bonus action. I'm going to move the healing spirit over to Xander. And I'm going to bite it. I'm going to run hmm, 10 feet to the east just so I'm not super close to my friends. Chomp! Dang it, there's a nine. Nine's not enough. He's not good. At the end of your turn, it is going to take a slam attack. It has to take a wisdom saving throw if it's trying to hit Blueberry, right, Jet? Yes, yeah. It got a 12. Pretty sure that fails. It's not allowed to go towards Blueberry, so it has to redirect the attack. Xander's charmed, so this is going to take the attack on Xander. So that is a 25 to hit Xander. Oh my. Um, I, I think that hits. That's 11 more bludgeoning damage to Xander. Sebastian, it's your turn. Another step, another crossbow bolt. I've got two of them lodged in there. I'm reloading and firing one more time. 21. 21 hits. Please. Please just end it. (laughs) 10 piercing damage. Sebastian, it's yours. Yes. Damn, Sebastian, your back hurt from carrying (sighs) all of us. (laughs) Oh, my God. I come out of the hug on my knees, stand up in anger, and just one shot, one step, one shot, one step. And I take one last step and I look at it and I go, am I more than you bargained for yet? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking, you get inspiration for that. That's beautiful. Hell yeah. Oh, each of those blaps, the first one was just next to this eye and it did a big chunk of damage. The next one was on the other side. That third one goes right through where the pupil should be. You shower Blueberry behind with blood and ooze as it goes straight through and pokes out in front of her as this thing falls to the ground. (sighs) So as the Nathrix falls, we are out of initiative. You can see one of its tentacles is on the ground far away from it. The others are slightly just moving a little bit as it is dead. All right, we did the we did the hard thing. I mean, we still got to do the gross thing. 
and get these uh, tentacles off. So the only thing you're seeing right now is the Nathrix, the dead body of the dragon, which is skeletal, as well as, um, you know, somewhere there's a brown bear that ran out of <laughs> the cave. Frederick's going to return to my shoulders. Anything else near the, uh, near the dead dragon? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely all the gold that you saw earlier. There's, there's treasure. Okay. Xander is uh, sprinting towards the gold. Xander is sprinting towards the gold, and the first thing he sees is a shit ton. Gold, platinum, artwork. It is treasure. This is 1,680 gold worth of things, and yes, that is 420 each. <laughs> you also see a few other things. And are all of you going over there right now? Yes. I'm going to start working on the Nathrix. I'm just going to take my hand axe out and start kind of carving it out. Take them all. Yeah, I want to take them all. I want to take them all and put them in a in a bag. It's going to take you a little bit. But Xander and Blueberry are going over to the gold pile. And there's lots of other stuff here, too. There's no sign that says, like, totally cursed, do not take, right? No, no. Usually if it's cursed, there's, like, a warning, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in the DM. It's like, oh, you're a cop. You have to tell me you're a yeah, cop. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you cursed? You have to tell me if you're cursed. At least, at least in like a puzzle way. As you're you're feeling through this, you feel a little bit of warmth from a red gem. Uh, touch it. It feels a little warm, but as you're looking at it, it looks exactly like it fit in your bracelet. Ooh, <gasps> Ooh, damn it in there. You jam it in there like Yu-Gi-Oh and in his stars on the wrist thing. That's the first thing I thought of. I don't oh get that God. reference. <laughs> and it feels nice. Your hand feels a little bit warm. As a bonus action, once per day, you can use this gem. While you are wild-shaped, your melee attacks do an extra D4 of fire damage. Ooh! Xander, you're over here. And you see... Big ass Warhammer. <gasps> hey, yo, Jet. While Jet's carving, can I walk up next to him and just stare at the Nathrix and kind of like, kind of stand over Jet as he's cutting away? Very heavy breathed. I went back home. I'm going to quickly look up at him and say, What do you mean? I was back in the studio for like two seconds. I saw him. I I saw Big G. When? I don't know what happened, but I remember it looked at me and then everything went dark. I opened my eyes and the studio lights were there and, and Big G was right in front of me. And I, I saw him. He talked to me. What do you mean? When did this happen? Uh, how long were you there? Did, did you see anybody there? Did you see my mom? No, I was in the studio and everyone had blue hair. Me too. Me too. When 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 he poofed me away, I I wasn't a hyena anymore. I was on the studio and I saw my dad and at the end I saw Big G and then I was here. When did this happen? They said they all dyed their hair blue. It's like a fundraising thing to find me. They know we're gone. I couldn't say anything before I came back and then I poofed and I was here. I just wanted to hug him. I was home. I'm gonna stand up and just give Sebastian a hug. Hug? I got to hug my dad. Did he say anything? 
I don't know if it was real. What if it was just in our brains? Would your brain imagine a fundraiser to find you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a dumb question, sorry. But you saw the same thing, which is weird. Yeah. How could you both have the same vision? I don't know. That There's no way he implanted that in my mind, too. So it had to be one conscious thought. It had to be a specific place. <sighs> I must have just gone right after you. You didn't see my dad? He He was there, but Big G called out to me and I just wanted to see him. Did they did they say anything else to either of you? They asked where you guys were. I did explain though. I explained where we were. I explained that we were transported to a fantasy world and that we were fighting a, a, an eyeball tentacle creature in a cave and he said I was talking crazy talk but at least now if it was real they have some idea. You said you got sent to a studio? Yeah, the same studio we were at filming through the realms of Miriam. Were there cameras on? Was it being recorded? I didn't look. I didn't really have a lot of time. I was there and... You were there for like three seconds. I turned my head to look at Big G and started running and then I was back here. <sighs> Which eyeball was it? What if we just like... What if we ate the eyeball? I don't know. <laughs> it was the big one. Oh, yuck. I mean, all yuck. Well. <sighs> hey, Jet, there was a hammer up here. There was like a hammer up here if you wanted it. A hammer? I'm going to go run over. Immediately forgets everything else. There's <laughs> 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 a war hammer. One side of this hammer is completely flat like you're used to, but the other side comes to one sharp end. When you're attacking, you can choose to use piercing instead of bludgeoning damage. That's tight. Hmm. Oh. This is a plus one warhammer. It is magical, so you'll have plus one to hit and plus one to damage. Also, when you crit with this weapon, the weapon casts compelling duel on the target automatically. Whoa. Really? That's hype. Ooh. I'm waiting for this to backfire when you have like two HP. <laughs> <laughs> I would have followed them over as long as we grabbed the eyeballs. Oh my god, Sebastian, you're looking at stuff too then. Yeah, I And am. you see in this hoard of gold next to this dragon body, there are some dragon scales that seem to have like fallen off, but they're, they're deep purple, but they have not been decomposed with the rest of the dragon. It's kind of weird. Most are rather large, but you spot one on the ground. It's smaller than the others. Guitar pick. Maybe a portion of the tip of the tail or has broken off a larger scale. It's the exact shape of a guitar pick. That's so high. I'm good. I was hoping you were going that direction. That's dope. I'm going to pick it up and do the little finger twiddle thing. Pass it between my fingers. It feels like when you play and give your friends some bardic inspiration, you will have one bardic inspiration that is an advantage bardic inspiration, meaning oh, you can send shit. it to someone on purpose. They can then roll 2d8 and take the higher of the two. Whoa. That's cool. Sebastian, you also see. Ah. You're looking at this dragon and there is a dragon bone here. It seems to be part of the dragon skeleton. But 
it looks different. It's, it's a little bit of a different shade. It almost looks like it doesn't belong. And it has gold inlay in it. This is a dragon bone. It's got gold inlay and three perfectly circular holes spaced evenly apart. When struck on an object while blocking a combination of the holes, much like you'd play a recorder or a flute or an ocarina, it gives a tone that Daisy automatically tunes to. Using an action, you can strike the fork and decide between cold, fire, poison, necrotic, lightning, psychic, force, or acid damage. Shit. For the next 10 minutes, any spell or attack you make can, doesn't have to, be made using that damage type instead of its original type. Hype! This item also recharges on a short rest. That's cool as fuck. This is Orion's Tuning Fork. This item was created by our Walk of Famers specifically for you, Ryan. Oh! During our biannual one-shot, they were able to create a magic item to include in the show, and they wanted to make something for Sebastian as a thank you for all your hard work making Cast Party great. With the time you spent editing, TikTok, social media, and everything else, they wanted to say thanks for doing an amazing job. My heart. Yo, so oh, awesome. I'm going to cry. <laughs> you guys are amazing. That's... That gave me goosebumps. That's so nice. Oh my god, I know. Oh my god. God. Holy shit. This is what you get for fine-tuning the podcast. Uh, this is the thing that they've been talking on for Discord for like <laughs> months. <laughs> Speaking of Discord, man, Colin, how do you get on the Discord? I'm not doing Patreon, bitch, every episode. Now. Come on. <laughs> Go Patreon, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, thank you, guys. Am I the only one that didn't get a cool thing from this? Maybe. <laughs> doesn't look like there's anything else special in here bummer bro that's sad i want to take a dragon tooth okay yeah you can take a dragon tooth that's fun jet you have fit all of these eyeballs in your bag uh, your bag is pretty wide now i mean these these eyeballs are probably almost watermelon size so i'm actually gonna say you probably can't hold all of them Yeesh. so uh, you might have to divvy them up okay okay i'll take two Ugh. I can fit one. I'm just going to throw one at Sebastian and I'll lightly hand the other to Blueberry. How how are we going to get back up? That's like crazy rapids that led all the way down here. Yeah, now that you mention it, I didn't think of that. Like, then there's there's nowhere else to go in here. Like, are we just at a dead end? There has to be a way back up because, like, they bring statues down here and then go back up. So, like, we just got to find the find the route. So let's head back. I guess we'll just backtrack. Yeah, see yeah. what we can find. It's not like our boat is going to last much longer anyways. True. You guys start to leave the Nathrix lair and you come outside to the large hill of giant mushrooms heading upward. Sebastian. Yo. Namora just landed on your shoulder. Oh, God. Hi, dude. What up? You can see Nomura is rifling through your bag and starts to get into your bag. Yo, Xander, control him. I don't know if I can do that. He's taking my shit. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? What are you doing? Xander, in your mind, you hear chewing. Yo, I think he's eating something in there. What did he do? There's only the eyeball in there. Uh, Can I tell him to... 
fly out or like crawl out, but still hold on to the thing he's eating. Like he'd let go anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And you can see that Namora pops its head out of Sebastian's bag. And you can see it has this inky black substance coming from its mouth. And you can see on its forehead a black Nathrix eye grows. What the um, fuck um, is going on? Um, it looks like he just ate part of the Nathrix's eye. Namora can now cast blindness once a day. Yeah! Oh, it's a good Whoa. thing. It's a good thing. Okay, okay. Oh, oh shit. Xander didn't get anything Well, like everyone found a thing. So it's just <laughs> Oh, that's that's freaky as hell, dog. Um Yeah, so Namora now has a third eye on its forehead. Bad ass. So you get back to the edge. I'm assuming you're walking through the mushroom forest to get back towards the waterfall, right? Yes. Yeah. Getting back to the edge of the mushroom forest, you see the waterfall. You know, the waterfall comes out of like a large cliff. It's like a wall where the tunnels and the higher portion of the moonless channels are. Looking at this cliff, though, you can see that there is indeed a way up the cliff. And it does look like people use this at some point. You can see like large lizard footprints that go up this wall. Though it looks precarious, the path looks hard to find some certain safe places to step. And it is pretty steep going upward. It looks like they use the basilisks to make it a lot easier since they can basically climb walls. Do we want to try to climb on up? I think that's our best bet. It's not like we can swim up, I guess, unless Blueberry goes into, like, octopus and just grabs us all and jumps up the waterfall. How does an octopus go up a waterfall? I don't know. It can yeet, right? It's got arms. What, is it going to yeet us up top? No, it holds on to us with three, and then it has five more legs to do stuff with. Oh, God. It could climb up the wall behind the waterfall, right? Yeah. Suction up. That's better than going up the water. Hey, man, if Pokemon can do it, Blueberry can do it. Exactly. Well, I, I mean, we could either try to go up this, this rough path, or we could try to have Blueberry do the octopus path. I think we should go up the normal path first. Let's see what, see what we can figure out there. Yeah, we can at least give it a try. Yeah. Who's going up first? I will... I'll lead the way. Find your footing. There are like paths at times, but then there's like these kind of like cracked areas. So it makes it kind of hard. And it's like zigzagging up this wall. I'm athletic boy. I never lose my footing. You can either give me survival or athletics. Uh, we'll give you survival. Hello. Oh, damn. That was mad quick. Wow. (laughs) I told you, I just needed to take my car out and she needed to park it and I need to put my car back. I know. I I guess I just assumed it would be a bit. (laughs) They found a pathway up the wall next to the waterfall. What? Yeah. A little bit of a dangerous, precarious path. It was either that or we were going to have you turn into an octopus and carry all three of us and then traverse (laughs) up the waterfall. We thought this one might go a little better. Does my octopus have climbing speed? Is it a big enough (laughs) space for... I don't have a climbing speed as an octopus, so maybe not. The The path is, is it being rained upon by the waterfall or it is no. safe from the water? Okay. I will turn into a giant spider and ferry people up. Oh, okay. I guess we could do that. 
I kind of want to just cast Spider Climb right now so I can just walk up with Blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, I walk up and I'm like, hey, wouldn't this be funny? And then I just like step onto the wall <laughs> and then I just step up again. It's kind of like Spider-Man from Tobey Maguire. And I'm just like, oh, shit. You amaze me every <laughs> single day. Yo, thanks, dog. You guys are all up on a pretty flat area. This time, Blueberry is a spider. It's, it's a relatively closed-in portion of the Underdark. Not nearly as enclosed as the tunnels going down the Moonless Channels, but, like, not nearly as open as the area around Galomir. In front of you, it is getting darker again. Now that you are far away from the mushrooms leasing those light spores, there's also very, very little fair shreds here. So those of you with your goggles on are basically in darkness right now. Can I take the covers off of our, our made-up little lamps? You take yours, and I'm assuming you hand one to Sebastian. Yep. So right now, to the left of you is a cave wall, which you know somewhere behind that wall is the Moonless Channels. And it looks like from here, you can even see a lot of these lizard footprints. Looks like you'd be able to follow this wall for some time to find your way back. Can you guys lead? I can't see anything. (laughs) Well, I can, but barely. (laughs) God, you're terrifying. (laughs) As you all are walking... There are a couple of small caves that go into the walls around you. Some you can hear little critters skittering throughout in. Blueberry and Xander, you see the occasional lizard and even some of these like really dark scorpions that are stalking their centipede prey by hiding in the darkness. One of these caves, however, as you're walking, I mean, you walk for a couple hundred feet, if not more. One of these caves is weird. There is no fair res anywhere around you right now, mostly because there's no plant life around you at all. The area is very barren. But, Sebastian and Jet, with your goggles on, you see that there is one weird cave off to the side that seems to have a glow of fair res from inside it. Jet, why is that cave glowing? Uh, floaty stuff, maybe? You want to check it? I mean, there's no other floaty stuff around here. I know. It's weird. Let's go. I'm down. Uh, uh, lead the way. All right. Okay, Jet, you you move over to this cave. This is a pretty small cave entrance. It is five, seven foot tall. But as you come in, it's just a small little tunnel that curves to a small area. And inside of this small area, it is completely closed in. There is a flower. A singular flower. It is a sprig of multiple small white-yellow flowers all meeting in a single stalk. I just want to take a closer look at it. Give me investigation. 14. It's weird. It is growing. It looks like there's no nutrients here. It doesn't look like it should be growing here. But as you bend down and you look at it, you have seen one of these flowers before. Just outside of Elverath. This flower looks exactly like the flower that Zephyr pulled. Sebastian. Yo. Sebastian, look look at this. Look at this flower. Does this look familiar to you? Kinda. Sure. Uh, Remind me what it is. Zephyr pulled it when when we were outside of Elvareth. To go to the shop? Yeah. Why would it be here? I don't know. Pull it. And I'm going to slowly, creepily go over with two fingers and pull it. And the earth around it comes 
up, revealing a staircase going downward. <gasps> Whoa. What? Oh, shit. What the hell's happening? How'd you do that, Jet? Uh, magic. I, do you see, I, I know things or, uh, you know, a couple things about magic and stuff. <laughs> I, I had good in- intuition and my survival skills were incredible today. So, um, you want to go? You want to go? Sounds like you want to fight. <laughs> so uh, we could go down here and we could try if you want. Are you asking me to fight? What is happening right now? <laughs> you said you want to go and you're like, we can go down there and we can try it. I'm like, I, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spider start going down the stairs, but I want to start going down from the ceiling. <laughs> I'm going down upside down. You go down a couple, it feels like 30 stairs or so before you come to a tunnel that leads forward. Built into this tunnel is an entire shop and a sign (gasps) that says Fables Fixations. Oh my god! What the heck? And for today, that's a wrap. No! How? This is like Resident Evil. Yeah, for real. Wait, how much money do we have? We have so much money. Good luck. You're not getting shit from me. <laughs> okay, bye. Love you. Uh, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Looking to join an incredible community of D&D lovers like yourself that hosts regular games and snag some extra cast party bonus content while you're at it? Well, head on over to patreon.com slash cast party and become an official part of our cast and crew. We have had so much love on the Patreon lately, we couldn't thank you guys enough for the support. Patreon.com slash cast party is where you'll find loads of exclusive content from the cast and crew. Behind the scenes drops after every single episode, where you can hear more about our conspiracy theories, our thoughts on the story, behind the scenes info you won't get anywhere else, and all sorts of ridiculous nonsense in between. The After Party drops the first of every month for our patrons, and if you loved our free episode of Yarrell's Super Happy Fun Murder Dungeon, you will adore the other crazy one-shots and miniseries we've got waiting for you. So head on over to patreon.com slash castparty and join our wonderful little community. And you will also receive access to our community Discord, where we host live listening parties with all of us on the release night of every Cast Party episode, as well as a bunch of community games from all of our other patrons. You'll also gain entry into our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this week's merch giveaway winner is... Spencer! But hey, if you want some Cast Party merch for yourself, head on over to cast-party.myshopify.com. We have a ton of amazing designs coming soon that will be dropping next month for the one-year anniversary of Cast Party. So be sure to check it out. Thank you all again for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks to see why the hell Fable's shop is in the Underdark. See ya! That dragon skull is as big as two of us. Yeah. Damn. That's a big dragon. Oh, that's a big boy. The, the treasure chest is way too fucking big. It's not 10 by 10. <laughs> I wish. We better get 100 feet of treasure. Just imagine it being, it's it's not tall. It's just very long chest. That's yeah. all. It's, it's, it's about like six inches deep, but it's very wide. It's just a pig trough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what just happened? Ha, 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 ha.
What did I just come in? A bear appeared out of nowhere. A bear? That exploded from Xander. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to go do something and I just came back while this happened. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it was crazy. Jeski Fire was there and she totally fainted when Blueberry appeared. St. E. Love tried to catch her, but he was just as surprised. He really isn't used to that long blue wig either and knocked it right onto the ground. It happened right in the middle of the musical number two. Eric V's masterpiece, The War-Torn Night of Philadelphia, was interrupted right at the part where Rosendo and a new guy do their big double cartwheel together. Blueberry's father was just hysterical after she disappeared again. Ebab Flo had to drive him to the police station to make sure he could get his report in and that he wouldn't hurt anyone else driving. Shanta Jesus went out of his way to round all the actors and crew up after the incident. Most of them left to go home to their families while waiting for the police to show up to get reports. A few people stayed though. New York had a bottle of whiskey in their car so Ben and Andrew joined and went out to relax in the parking lot with her. Juniper just went over her scenes for hours. Distraction must have been nice. Kelly on the other hand was loving just watching the police do their investigation. They had to be pulled back from the caution tape too many times for me to count. 